It is the BS.show. That's what it is, BS.show, 633. Uh, Shelly, sometime in the last five years, I think it might have been sometime between 6 and midnight, it could have been sometime between Monday and Sunday, you said something about something. And can you remember what that was? Okay, smarty pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the conversations we have off the air. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here, I'm asking because I'm curious about this. What's going on at 364 and 94? What's going on? What are they doing? I mean, you know, the, the, the ramp from eastbound, or excuse me, from westbound 364 on the northbound 94, right there, you know, south of uh, Fridays right, and all those right. places, it's shut down, okay? And they've got it all ripped up, and yet they're doing something on the other side of the highway as well, too. It looks like they're putting another bridge across 94. What is that? Does anybody know? I've asked a couple people. I don't know. Uh, you know what? What? It's probably do- going to be another exit to Zumbel. Uh, well, Zumbel's way up the street. It's not real close. It's way down there. Yeah, but look at what they've done so far. I know they put the new ones in there at uh, at uh, was it? What is it? Uh, what's the new one that you put in? They just um, Guttermuth. No, 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 no. That one, no, that's that 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 one's. Relatively that's new. That one's relatively new, but the new one they just put on, what's the, the fancy schmancy subdivision? used to be Classic Car Company. You know what I'm talking about? That building back there. What's? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't remember that, that overpass. Anyway, um, I, I'm going like, okay, what are they doing there? You know? I mean, our tax dollars at work. Somebody told me they're putting in a big bounce house. So if you're driving down 94 and your kids get unruly, you just pull over and you throw them in the bounce house. You come back and get them a couple hours later. I don't know if that's true or not. You think that could be true? Um, probably. You think, man? No. You're we're right on top of things today, aren't we? Uh, huh? <laughs> I right say on top of that, Rose. We're we're right on top of that. Uh, today, weather-wise, we're going to have the complete forecast for you, Jennifer Wojcicki. Did I say it right? Wojcicki. I can't never get her name right. Did you have to take a class in that when you were up there when you met her? Did no, she... I just sat there and practiced it. With in front of her. No. She said, oh. "Now, Shelley, here's how you say my name." I actually met her. I know. I, I met that's all, the, all the right. meteorologists. All the meteorologists. They're all like in their 80s, weren't they? No, they were like 12. <laughs> no, they were all young. They were late 20s, that's what early we, 30s. That's what we need. We have meteorologists who are young and don't live in, in Palm Springs, California, and pretend they're here in St. Louis like Dave Murray, right? We. <laughs> I'm sorry. It cracks me up that are the meteorologist for a bunch of stations in town is a guy who doesn't even live here. He lives he lives on the other side of the country, and yet he's like, wouldn't you trust a guy who's a meteorologist who's like, when it's raining, he's getting rained on? You know what I mean? If, if it's raining here in St. Louis, or like, you know, like when he's telling us about, oh, we're gonna get eight to ten inches of snow, and he's sitting out in his patio, you know, with a mai tai or something like that, you know, with his feet off, with a little umbrella, right, with his feet up in the air, yeah, oh, we're gonna get eight to ten inches of snow, and then he he hangs up and he goes like, ah, those suckers, you know, <laughs> suckers, that's funny, and and you know, <laughs> you know what I say to him, you know what I say to him, if what if, do you say? Here's what I say to him. If I can find it. I can't find it now. <laughs> you need a new mouse. No. no I or you need a mouse pad. I'll, I'll have Chief Schneider give me one. It's too big to send. For you. <laughs> it's too big to send. Oh, no. I can't I can't find it. He just got a... Here we go. Here's, here's, here it is. Ready? Sayonara, sucker. <laughs> did what did you, it say? Here, hold on a minute. I did, didn't hear it. I'm sorry, because oh, I'm listening off air. 
Sayonara, sucker. That, oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the famous Andy. Como boys. That's the famous. No, that's the famous Andy Cohen line when he was drunk on New Year's Eve. When he was drunk on New Year's Eve with what's his face, Anderson Cooper. And by the oh, way, that's right. Yeah. By the way, he just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I saw that. Yeah, Andy. Do you Cohen. know where I saw that at? Right. Where? Facebook. All, all the, all the famous people from St. Louis, they all leave here. You know what I mean? <laughs> they be, when, when they're yeah, but all roads lead back to the loo. When they're here, they nobody, nobody gives a poop about who they are. But when they go someplace else, they become big stars. What does that say? What does that say about St. Louis? <laughs> St. Louis is we're like that. We're finicky. Yeah, I mean, nobody knew who Julius Hunter was till he went to New York. And you know, now everybody yes, knows. they did. No, nobody knew. I who know he was. of Julius Hunter. No, nobody knew who Steve Schiff was until he went to New York, and Karen Foss. Nobody knew who Karen Foss was until she went to New York. And now, oh, Karen Foss used to work here. You know, Dave Murray, same thing. You know, oh, Dave Murray used to work here. Isn't it interesting? That, it's and, very interesting. Well, here's the interesting thing to me is this is what's sad about what's happened to TV news is give me the name of the anchor, the main anchor on Channel 4 now. Can you tell me who that is? I don't watch TV, Brad. Okay. I don't watch the news, but so, especially. Yeah, because all you do is, is you look at Facebook for all your news. That's right. because the news, I mean, you know, the news is... You know all the news that goes on in China because that's that's all the news they put on Facebook anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're funny. No. I actually, the news that I get is Facebook didn't put it out. My news feed, and I've got people that are my friends that I follow... And they're the ones that put that out. And it's usually a, a reliable source, like one of the news stations or are something. Me, it's are not... me? Am I a reliable source? I'm sorry? Am I a reliable source? <laughs> what? I'll ask the question again. Am I a reliable source? Hello? Is your mic working? Yeah, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I'm a reliable source? That's what you're telling me? You're insulting me? Like, for all the things I talk about, you don't believe any of the things I talk about are true? Like, for example, uh, did you know we're getting a new area code? I'll talk about that next hour. Do you know about this? I did. But do you know what, what's going to happen with it? Only certain people are going to get the new area code. Why? It's the way they're going to do it. Only certain people. And, and what's interesting about this time is normally it's like an opt-in kind of thing. There are going to be people that are going to be mandatorily moved into this new area code. Hmm. So you won't be a 314 or a 636 or anymore. You'll be a 557. But we'll talk about that next hour because it's really interesting what they're doing with that. Because Oh, that's two digits away from the 555, which is like a non-existent number. Yeah. Area code. By the way, I average about, I need to call what's-his-face, uh, the cowboy attorney, what's-his-name, Carter, Mike Carter. I need to call Mike Carter and see if I can sell him my number because I average about 10 calls a day, people wanting the time at temp. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. It is. It, it's, it's a, I have a new phone number. and There's it, a whole group of people a whole that don't even know what time and temp is. Yeah, yeah. Once upon a time, you kids out there, once upon a time, if you want to know the time and the temperature, there was a number you dialed here in St. Louis. And the guy would come on, and he, first they'd give a commercial. You can save money by putting your money in Community Federal Savings and Loan. Yes, Community Federal Savings and Loan. The time is 641. The temperature is 32 degrees. That's what it was, remember? Yes, I do. Yeah. Only mine was 31, because it used to be all 
of the uh it's all of the three two one exchange yes yes it, yeah. it really was and so my mom taught me that it was two five two two that's the actual number oh it is yeah that was the actual number but the, they bought the entire it's just like back in the day in the radio business the nine six nine exchange was all was only radio stations did you know this story I did not know that yeah nine six nine was a high volume exchange and you know why that was because of listeners calling in. Because of the old KSOQ. We burnt up the exchange one day. They talk about you know crashing the server You know when pe- too many people tried to go to yeah, a website. Yeah, yeah. Too many people tried to call us on the request lines, and it crashed one of the, the, uh, the COs, the central office for the – it crashed the, the Clayton CO. So huh, the funny. phone company put in a high-volume high exchange. Back in the day, all the radio stations, if you listen, all the radio stations had – a 314-969 number, whatever it was. Ours was 969-3333. And every radio station had a 969 number because that was a special exchange that you had for high-volume calls. You know, when you got, like, you know, gazillion people called. When we were giving away, like, you know, free lobotomies, you know, people would call it, oh, my God, I want that lobotomy. You know? I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those were the days. And, you know, it's interesting. That's true. Those were the days. We still get... I still get people that ask me, like, why don't you guys give stuff away? And what's my answer? I don't know what your answer is, but you never do. I hate prize pigs. That's what my answer is. Oh, well, yeah. I knew that. Because I just didn't know that the, was the answer. The prize pigs before. are the people that are just the professional contestants. And there are prize pigs. Oh, my God. We've seen, we, we, know, we, know, we know one guy, the guy in Washmo, Wayne, remember? You know who I'm talking about? No. Everybody in Washmo. Is that with his wife? No, I don't think he's married. Everybody knows, Washmo knows this guy. You know, he's like, he, once again, he's the guy that you see at the gas station pulling aluminum cans out of the trash cans, and yet the guy's probably got nine figures in his bank account. He's probably, you know, he's probably has $100 million in his bank account, and yet he's the guy who rides a bicycle and drives up and down the alleys looking for stuff that people throw out that he's going to call. Matter of fact, that's, I told you that's a funny story that when, when KLPW start, stopped doing radio, oh, my God, he was mad because that's how he made money. He would get all the stuff that people would throw out. He, I mean, and he specialized in bicycles. He had all these kids' bikes. He'd, you know, people he'd drive them down the alley on trash day, and people would throw out old bikes. And he'd take some of them had like flat tires. He'd go and you know fix them, and then he'd call up KLPW. I've got a bunch of kids' bicycles. I've got a, a Schwinn. It's really nice. It's blue. It's got the little tassels on the handlebars. And blah blah blah. And it's only ninety-two dollars, and he'd pay nothing for it. That's how he made, you know, and then he would recycle. And then what he would do is he would win all, see, he would win contests for us because he showed up at the radio station trying to sell me stuff that he won on other radio stations. He would show up at the radio station when we were Rams affiliate. He'd show up at the Rams at the radio station trying to sell me Rams tickets. I go, Wayne, why would I buy Rams tickets from you when I can make a call to the Rams and probably get comps? You know, that's back in the day when the Rams sucked, you know, and (laughs) they would give tickets away. I mean, like... (laughs) Remember, I don't told you the story when we were do- when we had the Rams. The first year had the Rams in 1998. We couldn't give the advertising away, and we finally they gave us season tickets. And we had a package where if you bought the advertising package from us for two hundred dollars, you got a free seasons pass, two tickets, two season tickets to the Rams game. And I told that story before that that in the, that 98. We couldn't even give the tickets away. 99, one car dealership who's no longer business. Guy calls me up. He says, you still got that deal? I go, yeah. 
And like that was that was the first week because that was the season. Remember, this was the infamous season where they brought in Trent Green. It was going to be oh my god, this guy's so good. He's going to be going to take it to the Super Bowl. And they brought in Trent Green, and what second or third playoff or preseason game, he blew out his knee, injured his knee. He was done for the season. So they put this creepy little guy in that nobody liked because why? Because he was this religious guy from Iowa who used to work at you know in 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 high V stocking shelves. And everybody, oh, my God, the Rams are dead. And that was the year that they went to the Super Bowl. And I had this package, which we were selling for $400. You got advertising on the radio. And you got season tickets, two season tickets to the Rams games. And I could not get rid of it. We had it. Matter of fact, the first game, they played the first game. And I think the, the Rams ran, won that first game. And the, one of the car dealers called me up. And he says, hey, you still got that package? I go, yeah. He says, I'll take it. So then they won the next game. And the, the 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 you know the, the the team looked really good, and then two guys called me and said, "You got that package?" And I go, "I don't know. Let me check." So I called down to the Rams and I go, "Hey, any more of those season tickets?" They go, "How many do you want?" Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Honest to God, the guy said to me, "How many do you want?" I can I get four? He says, "Yeah, we'll send them on." He says, "He says he says why don't you come down and pick them up?" He says, "That way you'll have them." Okay, fine. So I drove downtown, pick up the. So I bought. I no, I didn't buy. They gave them to me. Two more pair, four tickets to the Rams, and then the Rams played the third game, and they did real well. And I got like four or five other people that called me, and they said, you know, hey, you still got that Rams deal? I go, let me check. So I called down to the Rams, and this time they won a little bit of money. They wanted, well, we'll give you a set of season tickets for $100 a seat. Okay, deal. <laughs> so I go down there with a the check, and I buy, I think I bought, I think I bought six pair for I had six pair of tickets, and I paid $1,200. Can you believe that? <laughs> yes. And, and about five years ago, five or six years ago, I ran into one of those clients that's not in business anymore. But and he, and he came up to me. He came up to me to shake my hand, and he says, I have to tell you, the best deal I ever did, the best money I ever spent was when I spent that money with you on the 1999 Rams season tickets. And we bought the package. I go, really? He says, I still can't believe that, I, and we we sold the package for four hundred bucks. And he says, I still can't believe I saw the year they went to the Super Bowl, and I saw the greatest show on turf. I saw Isaac Bruce and and you know and Orlando Pace and 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 Kurt Warner, and it cost me four hundred dollars <laughs> plus. He got the advertising, and he said he said it helped with his business quite a bit. God, those were the days. That's actually. That was actually a really smart move on his part. Those were the days, my friend. We start the never end. We you know we had a jukebox growing. I had a jukebox growing up. My, my it was my dad's, and um, that song was on those there. Those were the days. Oh yes, those were the days. Yeah, she had all her songs pulled off of Spotify. Hey, we got to take a break at six forty-eight.